This is it. The one we have all been waiting for at this point in time. It is game day. We have 14 NFL football games happening in just a few short hours. And we had to bring on the one and only former prop king, still current prop king at this point in time, George Chahiri. Uh, we're going to be delivering winners on winners for you in week one. It's going to be a good time. George, I should not even have to ask at this point, but I got to know, how are we feeling heading into week one? Well, I appreciate you uh, you giving me the the name that I kind of brought up, like just to get people excited and hopefully make fun of me. Um, but it feels I feel like a fucking king right now, you know, and I feel like that's right. how everyone should feel where it's like for five months you think you're living and then you get to the night before the NFL season starts and you go, oh, my God this is what living feels like. Yes. <laughs> yes. I mean, it's true, right? It is 100% true. Um, it just doesn't feel the same when there's not football in the air. I know we've kind of had it a little bit with NCAA kicking off here the last couple of weeks. That Thursday night, it left a little bit of a sour taste in my mouth personally. I know we were talking just a little bit about it off air. Didn't necessarily break really well from our perspective. I know you had some teaser legs mixed in. I know that was a spot that I kind of liked as well, but the props were okay, I think, from our PFF tools perspective. But I do think that we're ready and in ready for this week one but before we really get into props i want to talk about something um else that's kind of on my mind a little bit we have chatted about it previously on the pff betting podcast but this idea of when are you actually going to be betting some of these game spreads and totals right like if you look at the week one card basically it's been out there for the last five months since may a lot of these lines have been really picked over at this point in time are you waking up on sunday morning uh betting some of these game spreads and totals are you moving more towards different markets at this point george yeah it's a really good reminder like i know hopefully there's a lot of you that have been listening you know to this podcast for a while but maybe you're tuning in for the first time and if so like welcome this is going to be a great spot for you throughout the season um these lines and we'll talk about a couple here in a second if you wake up on sunday and it's the first time or let's say even you're looking at it saturday and it's the first time you're looking at the lines you might not have a sense of where they started now if you go to pff.com actually you can see where they opened you can see how they moved our betting dashboards our scoreboards even have that information on there um yeah and I, actually right now you get 30 percent off with kickoff 30 so i recommend you go make that happen yes um yes. but you don't have that context so like a good example of that would be like if you walked into a restaurant, you walked in and out into in and out for the first time and they said, you said, let me get a cheeseburger. And they're like, yeah, that'd be $15.99. And you might not bat an eye. But if you had walked in there when they opened up and you'd seen that it was $4.99 and then you came in a week later and they charged you $15.99, you'd be like, fuck you. And that is often lost, you know. And so just know that if you're going to bet spreads and totals, by the time you get to Sunday, People have placed so many bets that often the numbers that you that actually had value are no longer there. And so the beautiful thing about props, Ben, is that let's say that you feel very strongly about one side of a game. Like let's say it's the Seahawks. The Seahawks are three-point favorites on the road in Indianapolis. They opened as three-point, in some places, three-point right. underdogs, two-and-a-half-point underdogs. And so you should have bet that you know three months ago. And if you didn't, it's okay because you can still bet the same thesis that like the Seahawks are going to win the game and here's why using player props where millions of people haven't bet on the player props yet. So that's why the player props tool, like I just love it. Um, you can go in there and find value right up until the game start. Now, I, 
in this week one, it's a little different because they released a bunch earlier. So you'll right. want to make sure you're monitoring that. But um, yeah, player props, man. It's like, ah, man, I'm an analogy like machine tonight. But it's like, honestly, <laughs> it's like you thought you'd tried your your favorite food in the world, you know, and that's betting spreads and totals. And then you go to some restaurant and they're like, wait, have you tried this? <laughs> and you're like, Oh, <laughs> you know that, that it just adds a whole new dimension to what Sundays can be. I mean, that was my experience. I'm going to bring your two analogies together at this point. I have had cheeseburgers before, but once I went to In-N-Out Burger, <laughs> it changed my life. And that's the same thing that I think player props can do for people at this point in time. Because like you said, and I think you drilled, you know, you basically hit the nail on the head, right? You don't want to wake up on Sunday morning slightly hungover and bed into these <laughs> really efficient games game spreads and totals at this point in time, right? And week one's probably the worst time to do that because we've had these numbers for five months. At least next week, we're going to get a little bit of, you know, mm-hmm. recency bias baked into some of those lines. We could see some early movement one way or the other based on where they were at in the preseason. Um, but I do think, I do still think, you know, by the time you roll out of bed on Sunday morning, you're going to want to be hitting these player props. And I couldn't agree more with you at this point in time. I do want to say, though, we talked a little bit off there. There, are, There is just a little bit of value, according to our green line model, on a couple games. But like you said, it's some really ugly teams uh, that have value at this point in time, mainly because of what their standing is in the eyes of the public. <laughs> it's general public. So if you really want some action on some you know, game spreads and totals, you got to bet some really other games. So what games do you still see value in at this point in time, week one for George? Um, yeah, the, the ugliest of the ugly. Um, you know, like I just mentioned the Seahawks. I, you know, I, with the second that Carson Wentz got injured, I went and bet the Seahawks and there were some stale lines out there and you got Seahawks, you know, plus plus a couple points and I'm not betting Seahawks minus three at this point, um, it just out of principle. So right. um, I'll give you the poo-poo platter here. I'm going to start with like the very worst team in the NFL. The, the Texans are three and a half point uh, underdogs at home against the Urban Meyer led Jaguars, who I know they drafted Trevor Lawrence. They were one in 15 last year. Okay. Their defense is an absolute disaster. They can't cover anybody. Um, gone are the days of Jalen Ramsey and AJ Bouye. They looked like trash in the preseason. And for that, preseason doesn't really matter. Except, in my opinion, when you have, when you're rolling out your ones <laughs> and you're looking like dog shit, you know, right, like, right, 100%. It, that, right. that would worry me. So, um, Tyrod T- uh, Taylor, he's like a legit NFL, you know, quarterback. He's not, you know, some, he's not Brock Osweiler. Brandon Cooks, a real NFL player. Um, I just, I, I think the narrative there for the Texans is so negative in the, in the public, and that's being baked in this line. Um, the Jets, I actually think the arrow's pointing up. You can get them plus four and a half against the Panthers. Like, I, it, I know Adam Gay sucks, but right. Sam Darnold with Matt Rule probably shouldn't be anywhere near more than a three or even three-point favorite against Robert Salah and um, the, the new-look Jets. And then a couple others. So a total that I like. Niners Lions 45 right now. That line has moved. Niners are now like eight and a half, nine point favorites. The Lions are missing Taylor Decker, who's just ruled out. My the way that I see this game working is that the Niners are just going to run over the Lions. But both teams don't actually have that great of a defense. The Lions defense is a complete shambles. Right. But the Niners secondary has, you know, they're, it's not what it was in that Super Bowl year. So um, I think over there is the right play. Kyle Shanahan, Raheem Mostert can run over them. And then here's the worst one of them all, Ben. 
Tell me if you have the stones to bet Andy Dalton getting eight in Los Angeles. I think it's the right side. I don't think I can bring myself to do it. I'll probably bet some props in that game instead. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I the one play that I do kind of like, I don't mind you know, the Rams and the teaser at that point, out to mm. minus seven and a half down to one and a half. That's probably the only spot I could bet it. I know Greenland has value on Chicago. If I could guarantee three quarters of Justin Fields, I would lock in the Bears bet right yes. now. If for some reason something was happening in game and it looked like Justin Fields might be getting off that bench even for one second, I'm going to be immediately going to the live game. I don't care what the Bears line is. I'm going to be betting at that point because I know it's going to be high. I think from that perspective, with our options available in in-game especially, I think this is a spot that you definitely got to wait. Being an island game, it's obviously going to be you know the marquee matchup on everyone's TV. No delay, so I do think you could probably get a decent line if you're looking in-game. That's that would be my play at this point in time. Is that how are you going to approach this Sunday night matchup? I'm I'm going to bet some props, and I think the live. I think the teaser is interesting. Um, we just saw. You know, the Bucks as a teaser leg was the clearly the right play. Um, and so the tough thing is, who would you tease them with? Um, you know, you look at some. So I think some options, if we're talking teaser legs here, um, there are a few that I like. And, and tell me which one your favorite is. So uh, one of the ones that I really like, I don't actually think it's going to be available right now because they're now three-point underdogs at home is the Giants. But if that was two and a half... That would be one. Um, KC, I think, is minus six in a lot of places. So Kansas City down to a pick 'em. The Niners uh, through uh, seven and three down to two and a half. Um, I think those are probably your your best options. Um, but are there any others that you see out there that you like? No, I mean, if I'm going with it, I'm going with the 49ers at this point in time. Uh, eight, you know, eight and a half down to two and a half. I do think that's a viable play. If you really wanted to, you could maybe get on some like Indy plus nine at this point in time. Oh, maybe Bengals plus nine. Those maybe be looking at the spots I was at at this point. But yeah, I don't feel great about it. I do think if you're teasing with the Rams, hopefully you already locked in the first winning leg like some of us did with, you know, the Buccaneers on Thursday night. But other than that, I do think San Francisco is probably the only other spot that I'm feeling good about at this point in time. So we'll see. But but I know you mentioned it. We got to bring it up. We got some props. Our plan is we're just going to run through three to five props, give out, you know, our best ones, get some response from the opposite person, kind of see what they're feeling about those particular props. So I'm going to lead it off here. I kind of want to get your feelings. I know, I know you might have a little bit of Homer bias in this mm. one, but we like Trey Sermon over 8.5 receiving yards. You talked about the 49ers basically putting a stomp down on the Detroit Lions defense, high scoring game. If, you know, if the 49ers get ahead by a decent amount, we could see quite a bit of Trey Sermon run in the second half. Do you think he could eclipse 8.5 receiving yards? The fact being that he really only needs like a well-blocked, you know, screen yeah. at this point in time to go over that number, right? Dude, I, basically every running back with a single digit receiving yards prop, I, I yep. had the same thought, which is it just takes one screen, man. <laughs> <laughs> um, but here's the thing about the Niners they are not your average team in the way that they design run people mistake the fact that like a lot of their pass plays are basically run plays where right. it's all about yak um and look trey sermon was a highly drafted rookie he is going to play in this game especially because they just paid raheem mostert raheem mostert's also notably a fragile guy so like 
Raheem Mostert comes out, and look, if Raheem Mostert stays healthy the whole year and gets all the touches, he, he's going to rush for like 2,300 yards, but it probably ain't going to happen. Um, and so, so I can get on board with that one. Um, let me go, of course, because it's my Niners, right? Um, let me go to, look, my favorite prop of the entire week was Tom Brady over two and a half passing touchdowns. And yep. that, that sailed sailed through. But I'm going to keep riding that, um, that kind of mantra here. And I'm going to look to Patrick Mahomes. Um, Patrick Mahomes passing touchdowns over two and a half. Now, it has steamed down. This is another example of like, go bet it early. So Eric and I on the forecast, this is our lock of the week at plus 120. But over two and a half passing touchdowns, this, if you want to bet the Chiefs, bet Patrick Mahomes over two and a half passing touchdowns. Don't bet them, you know, minus six or whatever it is. Um, This is, look, also, if you want to bet Patrick Mahomes MVP, just bet his passing touchdown prop every week. (laughs) Just roll it over. Roll it over, right? I mean, by the end of the year. Quite literally. Um, So this is, is, I think, my favorite one of uh, of the week. The NFL is back and DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, is giving all new players a can't-miss offer for Week 1. Bet just $1 on any NFL game during the first week of the season and receive $200 in free bets instantly. No matter what, take advantage of this limited-time offer now. You heard that right. DraftKings is giving all new players $200 in free bets instantly when you place a bet of $1 or more on any Week 1 game. Head to the DraftKings Sportsbook app now to check out all the great promotions and daily odds boosts. Plus, you can make every game a big game with same-game parlays. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code PFF to receive $200 in free bets when you place a $1 bet on any week one game. That's promo code PFF to get you free $200 in free bets instantly. For a limited time only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in Indiana, 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Fantasy football draft season is here, and we are offering 30% off any PFF subscription to all first-time subscribers with promo code KICKOFF30. For just $7, get access to PFF's Fantasy Football Draft Guide, player rankings and projections, all of PFF's locked article content, cheat seats for your fantasy draft, and so much more. Again, that's promo code KICKOFF30 for 30% off any PFF subscription. Get access to all of PFF's fantasy tools for just $7. Yeah, I mean, I've I've been riding Patrick Holmes over touchdown props for quite some time at this point. It's not a spot that I can at all be behind. I am a little bit of a Clyde Edwards-Hilaire truther at this point in time. Mm. I do think he's going to have a good season, but I also think that a lot of that production is going to come from the passing game. So I do think that, you know, a Patrick Holmes to Clyde Edwards-Hilaire touchdown easily gets them over. I don't necessarily think Clyde Edwards-Hilaire is going to be stealing, you know, a ton of like goal line carries and vulturing some of those passing touchdowns for Tom for, for Patrick Mahomes. So um, we'll see. I do like that one quite a bit. I want to get your thoughts on this one. I do think this is going to be a pretty popular spot. Elvin Kamara over 5.5 receptions. I think basically everybody and their brother knows uh, the play on this point at this point, right? Like Elvin Kamara, not a really high um, prop number based on where he was at last year with some of his with some of his reception totals, obviously new look offense with Jameis Winston in there, not as low averaged up the target. I do still think they're going to manufacture some targets for him in the passing game. I do think he's going to go over this number. Is this a spot where, you know, it's just a disaster everywhere else, difficult matchup for 
basically all the wideouts out on the wide side. So I do think, um, you know, with Jair Alexander locking down the wide receivers, I do think Elvin Kamara is going to get a number of touches. Do you think uh, that's a spot you could play at this point? I, I think that's fantastic, actually. Um, and I'm, I'm going to make a point of disagreeing with you here at some point. Um, but this is not going to be the one because yeah, it's going to be my next one. I saved it for okay. last for you. So. Okay, good. Oh, all right. Beautiful. Um, I will give you a, um, since, since you said you have one left, I'm going to give you, um, a, uh, a little combo, a combo platter here. Yes, okay. Let's go. Um, and it's going to be a trio. Okay. It's a trio of passing touchdown, uh, player props that, that I think are juicy. They're all plus price. And I'm going to go in order of kind of like most obvious to, to next, to, to least. Aaron okay. Rodgers, over two and a half passing touchdowns, plus 130, plus 132, depending, you know, you get around that price. Marshawn Lattimore, questionable with a knee. Um, that, I think, is just a little bit of like, I'm not a big cherry guy, so maybe it's like a little brownie crumble on top of your ice cream sundae. Um, but... This is, last year was the Aaron Rodgers revenge tour. This year is like the Aaron Rodgers, like, fuck you tour. Exactly. <laughs> you exactly. Know? Like, I don't know. <laughs> it's amazing that he was able to manufacture, like, a, a sequel to the revenge tour just the next year, you know? Like, and built it up, and built it up even better. And still, built it right? up even so. better. And, like, there's no better look than rolling in, in rainbow flip-flops and absurd sunglasses when your arch nemesis is Brian Gutekunst wearing a black-on-black, -black, like, prom suit, right. like, barely right. sweating through a press conference. So... <laughs> Um, Aaron Rodgers over two and a half. Josh Allen, two and a half passing touchdowns over plus 155. Now, this is such a plus price because they're playing the Steelers. Right. And I do really like the Steelers' um, uh, defense. Now, you might be thinking about betting the Steelers plus six and a half. And I would actually bet that by betting Josh Allen over two and a half passing touchdowns. And here's why. If it's a close game... It, you're going to get a little more of Josh Allen having to throw the ball. And I know it's a weird way to think about it. Um, and you might like lean towards like, no, Big Ben. Okay, but yeah, but they're going to give the ball to Najee Harris. Um, so uh, I, I like the Josh Allen at a plus price over two and a half passing touchdowns, even with that wonky logic. And then the last one is Tarod Taylor. Um, uh, two to one your boy to throw over two uh, <laughs> to throw over one and a half passing touchdowns. Go watch the Jacksonville Jaguars try to cover and then come back to me before you yell at me for this absurd um, prop. But look, you're getting two to one odds, okay? So if you go to the PFF props tool, you can go take a look at this. We show you, you have the opportunity to look at the break-even probabilities here. For this to be plus EV, he just has to do this more than one-third of the time. Right. And so, yeah, it's not something that I expect to happen more than 50% of the time, but... Um, I, I, this guy's a professional quarterback who's not going to come in and like completely shit the bed in my opinion. Um, okay. I'll let you give, give your next let's, one after that. Let's see about, I mean, yeah, I, I think I'm walking away from this podcast with a lot more exposure to the Texans than I ever anticipated at this <laughs> I'm point sorry. in time, but I, I'm on board with it at this point. So I guess I got to ask you four, four, four passing touchdown props 
what one is your favorite at this point in time? Is it the well, Patrick Mahomes it's, one, it's the Mahomes or is it the Tyrod Taylor home? No, one? It, okay. look, okay. It's, I'm not, I'm not, I did not, um, I did not actually smoke any crystal meth before this podcast. Um, that's not something that's in my uh, in my repertoire. So I'm sticking with Mahomes. I, I, I'm Mahomes. gonna diversify for my next one, though. Don't worry. All right, all right. Here we go. So this is my last one. I know you got some feelings on this one. Um, and you talked a little bit about this game already, but Ben Roethlisberger under 0.5 interceptions. I do think we're going to see, and this is a plus price as well, mm. plus 110. Um, basically, after going under in seven of his nine games to start the 2020 season, George Tahiri jinxed the Steelers, and then they just fell apart with Ben Roethlisberger limping to the finish line, and he went one of seven going over 10 interceptions in his final seven games. I think that is kind of... Uh, giving us a pretty decent price. I do think we're going to see that first half offense, at least to start the season, low average depth of target. Uh, and Big Ben was actually pretty good from a turnover-worthy plays perspective. I think he was 11th overall last year, even with his disastrous finish, where he had 10 in the final four games. So I do think from that perspective, I don't think his arm's going to be falling off here, at least in week one. So from I do think that he's probably going to finish here, you know, under 0.5 interceptions. Can you get on board with that one, George? Of course I can. Of course I can. Of course I can. But I'm not going to. And he, the reason <laughs> I'm not going to is out of principle. Um, Big Big Ben, I lived. I, I posted up in his head for um, the last like six games of the NFL season, and yes. I had to take a lot of hot showers after that. You know, that was a really <laughs> like trying time in in my life. And um, so this year, I'm not going to. I'm not going to. You know, I'm not going to jinx him. I actually have a bet on him for MVP. That is the maximum number of bets wow. that I can place on Big Ben um, being, you know, being successful. So I'm going to I'm going to pivot uh, from the Big Ben uh, excitement there. Exactly. Um, I mean, I love that. Let's hear. Let's hear the last one. Then I can definitely get on board with that reasoning. A man of principle is one I love at this point. So I have so. Look, there's so much value out there. It's so hard to pick, you know, the ones that you like the most. Um, but but I, I, look, there are some teams that I just feel are going to leverage their uh, quarterbacks uh, and their receivers in a way that gets them a few rushing yards. And this week, it's generally it's the quarterback rushing props that, that I love. Um, I don't know that there's any that I'm in love with Joe Burrow was my guy last year with the knee I'm not willing to to quite do it with him yet um so I'm looking at receivers rushing yard props look at that LaVishka Chenault over one and a half yards um they didn't run him once in the preseason and of course they didn't because why would you risk a guy like that running the football you need to put the ball in this guy's hands. I've got to think, especially without Travis Etienne in there, that they're going to give him an opportunity to take you know, an end around or something like that. I know it's a little bit of a wonky one, but I like it. And another one that's like that is Debo Samuel, 49ers, over six and a half rushing yards. Another guy that, look, they have such a diverse run game. He would be the guy that I would expect to get that um, that rushing attempt as a as a wide receiver, 
Yeah. I mean, I love it. I love the, the Vishka Snow one. I'm actually looking for that on books at this point in time because I'm going to lock that one. And I do feel really good about that one. We have seen Debo Samuel, of course, a lot of end rounds. My one concern with him is the jet sweep gets rolled as a pass, right? So that's my only concern um, from that perspective. I do think we're going to see him get what looks like a carry and it's probably going to be rolled a pass at this point in time. I don't know if I can handle, handle that tilt in my life in week one, but we'll see. I might lock that one in as well, but I love it. So basically, George, George gave us four golden props at this point in time. Patrick Holmes over 2.5, Aaron Rodgers over 2.5, Josh Allen over 2.5, all plus prices along with Tyrod Taylor over 1.5, a 2 to 1 on your money on Tyrod Taylor. Got to feel pretty decent about that. And then Debo Samuel over rushing yards, Lavishka Chanel over rushing yards. I got Big Ben under 0.5 interceptions. We also got a little bit of Alvin Kamara over 5.5 receptions and Trey Sermon over 8.5 receiving yards. So we will see how it goes. We're going to recap every single week. We're going to be bringing you the goods uh, on the PFF Betting Podcast from Ben Brown, joined by George Shahiri. Appreciate you guys listening to the PFF Betting Podcast. Podcast.